0: Episode number 123, new Camaro build options coming. Welcome
1: to the Camaro Show, a podcast about all things Camaro and GM Performance News. I'm Chris Frezzo And I'm Jason Debler. We're your hosts for this week's episode of the Camaro Show. Want to be part of our show? It's easy. Just leave a message on our voicemail hotline at
0: 586-486-3182. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And welcome back, everyone, for another exciting episode of the Camaro Show. What's up, dude? I'm Chris. I'm, I'm Jason. <laughs> How can we top
1: the exciting episode we had last week? Which I know. Is actually, more a great roundtable discussion with um, Manny from uh, GM Authority.
0: Yeah. Once again, thanks again for uh, for joining us, Manny. Uh, we had a fun time doing the episode last week, and I think, and I want to hope, we had maybe something to do with the news that came out this week. Yeah. It, um. It, it, could it could uh, we're gonna talk about that first off but we got a lot we got a jam-packed show for you we got tons of email we got tons of voicemails that we've been stacking up here so let's just <laughs> get into it yeah the last two weeks we've been talking about an article that Manny wrote at GM Authority just kind of like uh, almost like a a list of what What they would do to fix Camaro or sell, not not exactly fix it, but help sell more models, make it an overall, I don't want to say better car, but more, I guess, appealing to a greater mass of people. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, boom, this week during an event that was happening here in Detroit, we start getting uh, feedback um, from Mark Royce, the man himself, that says, you know what? we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and we're going to reassess some trim and build options from the Camaro which is gonna mean of course a lower priced Camaro oh.
1: um
0: so automotive news I think was the one who originally broke this story everybody else is picking up on it our friends over at GM authority uh, wrote an article as well um Mark Royce said that they he they plan to compete better uh with the Camaro against the Ford Mustang and the Dodge Challenger um they, what is they, see, they see better opportunities to compete with the base V8 levels. He says, I think there's some good opportunities at the very low end of Camaro range and some remix of some of the V8 options. And it, so we don't force people to buy all the options with a V8 just mm-hmm. to get a V8. Royce told reporters following a media event uh, to unveil the new Camaro Z01 race car which we'll talk about in a minute here. Um, Royce said the uh, who's the vice president of global product development purchasing a supply chain declined to comment on specifics or the timing of the potential change but they're exploring a bunch of opportunities says a chevrolet spokesman the mustang and some of the cars in the segment will have a lower base price and that that's an opportunity for us probably so let's break it down what this probably means is we'll probably they're probably going to lower the price on the Camaro, and how can they do that? Well, they're going to have to be able to order offer a a, a model uh, or, or the brand that has either less options or more configurable, like like this article said. You'll be able configurable to, configurable uh, and with the build options. So, are you going to be able to get a base V8 car with just regular cloth seats? No HID. No. Uh, i guess led lights you know anything you know something like that you can get a base stripper ss oh what the one le was supposed to be
1: <laughs> i don't know about that crazy just crazy man well that's what the one le typically was was stripped right down cloth seats no air conditioning no radio or basement minimal you no know, cheaper yeah but, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> yeah, I think it's good. But is somebody going to say I, I can buy a stripped-down Mustang V8? Can you? <laughs> can you? I don't know if you can. Well, well is is Ford going to? Okay, let's it, <laughs> let's let's just say in a comic book world. Hold on, hold on, now, hold on, Ben Shapiro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we were just talking about Ben Shapiro. Um, <clears throat> And oh let's say Ford goes okay Chevrolet, you know we see you and we raise you we'll also do the same thing, mm-hmm. and now you can buy a Mustang that's stripped down, and it's still guess what
0: three four thousand dollars less than your Camaro. What are you gonna do now? Well, the, <clears throat> Mustang's getting ready to release their uh, their newer model. I think in twenty eighteen.
1: Yeah, there's yeah there's rumors about that.
0: So it's already going to have a higher price. So I I don't know. Mm. I mean the, mm. the competition's good. We've oh, always we've good. We've always said that. Uh, it says uh, the 2017-2018 Camaro starts at 26.9 with a 2-liter turbo. Opting for a 3.6-liter <clears throat> V8 bumps up the price $14.95 to $28.395. That compares to the 2017 Mustang that starts at 26.085 with that 3.7-liter V6 engine. And the 2017 Challenger with a base price of 28 for a 3.6-liter V6. All prices include shipping. Camaro with a V8 engine starts at 38 at the SS trim level. While the Mustang GT and the Challenger RT V8 starts at 34,100. So about 4,000 cheaper. Base. Uh, Camaro sales were down 2.5% through July to 41,280. That compares to a 30% drop to 50,814 for Mustang and a 2.6 increase for Challenger. See, we talked about this last week. That mm-hmm. you know, even though sales didn't look that good for Camaro. The real news was Mustang dropping 30%. Boom. They dropped big time. Wow. Big time. So I I gotta believe GM is, is listening to their customers. They gotta be listening to. And and I posted this article on our Facebook page, and I got kind of a mixed reaction. And and it's kind of the same reaction that we've been getting all along. Let me read you just a couple. Of the uh, comments that I was getting, um, it's it's basically what we've been we and any any other I guess media source has been kind of like talking about. Mm-hmm. It's it's with the sixth generation car. Hold on, let me really bring this up here. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on so the first uh, the first comment was it's not the worst idea the ss is the best overall performer but there's plenty of people that just want the sound of a v8 and will never never track it ford and dodge know this and that's the last several years chevy hasn't catered to these customers and then this is the one i'm talking about that people are saying love it doesn't look any different from the fifth gen to buy a new one that's the problem with sales better luck next time and then yeah, someone else we, responded, that's what I've been telling people. I've even shown a picture of a 5th gen next to my 6th gen, and they can't tell the difference, other than the front bumper and the taillights. So people want something different. That's what it sounds like, too. to go from their 5th gen to the 6th. They want something different, and the 6th gen isn't different enough. I've always argued against this,
1: but um, I, I, I guess I'm just surprised that people can't tell the difference. I mean, if you put a 5th gen next to a 6th gen, there is a difference. You can yeah. say, yes, they're yeah. both Camaros, but this one looks different than the other. I mean, the, the, to, to say that they can't tell is, is is oh, I think, a stretch. I don't Either know. they're being stubborn or they're just not really paying attention. Yeah. To say that there's not a
0: big enough difference is very fair. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I guess we're going to see. Um, GM has a history of listening to its customers um starting with the 5th generation car and and now the 6th generation car so i would imagine they're they're going to be doing something for the refresh uh which we i guess we're expecting now and and probably 19 um as we talked about last week we're we're seeing the spy mm-hmm. shots around which pretty much indicates um <clears throat> with the timing that it will be uh this the next model year cuz 18s are already out so I'm fully fully uh Ready to see 19 refresh Camaros either in Detroit, Chicago, New York? You know the one of those things. I, I would love to see it in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Love to see it in Detroit, but I guess we'll I guess we'll see. <clears throat> Excuse me. You know,
1: <clears throat> oh, allergies. Um, it'd be it'd be really cool if they came out just in, t- in typical Camaro fashion, just suddenly boom, like more than just a refresh, like the most extreme refresh they could do without a complete platform change. Just yeah. like, holy crap, look, the Camaro is even, you know, making that extra leap from the 5th gen to the 6th gen that people are expecting. Yeah. That'd be really cool. Yeah. that you know, must be cool is if I could buy, like, a cloth interior V8 base radio with HID headlights. And the 1LE package.
0: <laughs> and, know, <clears> and and
1: <throat> just the Magnus ride. Ooh. I, I mean, wouldn't that be cool if you could do that? People have asked for that since the fourth gen days. Well, I only want certain bits and pieces. And, of course, the way that the production streamlines and efficiency d- d- doesn't allow that to happen. But it would be neat if they could figure out a way to do it.
0: Kind of like an old Copo thing?
1: Like, yeah, kind of. That'd be yeah. so
0: cool. <clears throat> cool? That'd be cool. Well, we got a lot of news <laughs> this week for Camaro because uh, it, w- it was definitely a good day in Camaroland here on mm-hmm. Thursday. It started out in Lansing, it looked like, where um, Mr. Rick Hendrick was able to drive his brand new VIN 001, which he won the rights to buy, um, in one of those auctions they do at Barrett-Jackson every year. Of course he did. He drove it off the assembly line. Um, It was a beautiful, beautiful looking car. It looked like he, I don't know if that was his grandson he had in the passenger seat, and then... uh, there was tons of pictures out there. It was it looked like it was a fun event for for those people who work at the uh, the Lansing Grand River Assembly Plant. Looks like they gathered a bunch of people out, took a whole bunch of pictures, lots of cheering. It was cool. And you know, Rick Hendrick, you know, we 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 talk about him as you know, eh, well, but, but he's also a very charitable guy too. So it's good to know that it, the car is going to good hands because he mm-hmm. will definitely take care of it. And then, of course, to the money spent went to a good charities. well. I don't remember right. what charity this one was. They usually change it up every year.
1: Did we say that was his nephew or his grandson?
0: Uh, we didn't. I, I didn't know. Do Do you know? No, I don't. But you know what? One
1: thing I do know, I hate that kid. <laughs> hate him. Because wouldn't that be cool to say that your grandpa was Rick Hendrick?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, like...
1: no slam intended to my grandfather, who was no. a terrific human being, but... I he didn't have a hunt. fleet of Camaros that I could yeah. hang out with.
0: I want him as my grandfather. What, what's that? I want him as my grandfather.
1: Yeah. I wonder if, in our in our mid forties if we we're too old to be adopted by Rick Hendrick. Yeah. Rick, we know you listen to the show. Come on. Yeah, come on, Rick. Come on. Come on. Let, let us call you Gramps. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's cool, man. It's it that, that collection. I, I hope. I, I wonder if that collection is you can like go see it. You know, it's. It's getting really big.
0: I have no idea. No idea. Oh, boy. And then it looks like they went over to the Rensan, and they made another announcement. Uh, Camaro ZL1 will be Chevy's new NASCAR. Um, you know, last year they, they were using the, the Chevy SS, and obviously, you know, mm-hmm. that's now gone away. Um, mm-hmm. So what better car to use than the new ZL1 Camaro? How awesome is that?
1: It's affordable enough for everyone to have in their garage.
0: (laughs) (sighs) A new era in Chevrolet Motorsports starts today with the introduction of the ZL1 Camaro as the new race car for the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series. Seven-time Cup champion Jimmy Johnson, the driver of the number 48 Lowe's Chevrolet for Hendrick Motorsports, joined Mark Royce at the GM uh, Global Production Development to reveal the new race car at Chevrolet's headquarters in Detroit. That would have been cool to be at. It looked like they unveiled it right there in front. Uh, the Renson right on Jefferson there, too. Nice. nice. Love it. I know. The ZL1 will make its competition debut next February during Daytona Speed Weeks, which kicks off the 2018 NASCAR season. It will join Camaro SS, which has been Chevrolet's entry in the next NAS- NASCAR Xfinity Series since 2013. The new ZL1 Camaro, Camaro ZL1, is a great-looking race car with lots of heritage behind it, which will make it a big hit with fans of Johnson. And as someone who has enjoyed the ZL1 on the street, I'm really looking forward to getting this new race car on the track. Chevrolet engineers employed an array of tools, including computational fluid dynamics, analysis, and reduced scale. And full, full-scale wind tunneling testing to optimize aerodynamics with the ZL1's character. Now, here's the thing. Isn't NASCAR, isn't, don't, aren't all the cars supposed to be like equal? Like They are. So, I can't say they can't make this a kick ass ZL1 car and, and, and be better than everybody else because it, it can't be, right?
1: Yeah, I guess I, I'm not, I think everybody knows I'm not the biggest NASCAR fan in the yeah. world, but what I do know is I think it's, you know, they call it stock, they used to call it stock car racing because they all had to be stock, like an equal, like you said, or you know, the same dimensions or meet the same profile or something and have the same restrictions, the same engine and all that. Um, but it's, it, this is, this is, this is not a competition in NASCAR move. This is a branding move, just like Camaros and on sure. funny cars. There's sure. It's just, it, it's, it's a, it's, it's a fiberglass shell that has stickers to make it look like it's uh, sort of uh, the descendant of uh, of, of a street car. But uh, yeah, it's just, uh, they, they, they tweak the, the shell, if you will. And, to, to look kind of similar while still maintaining those, those specifications yep. that are required. And then they put stickers on it to say ZL1. And everybody's like, oh, my God, it's the NASCAR ZL1. Woo. Speaking of which, maybe now that I said it, I wonder if there's not going to be a NASCAR ZL1, a ZL1 NASCAR edition.
0: edition. You never know. You never know. They got a little trivia in this article. It says, a um, fast fact, the Camaro ZL1 race car shown today wore number eight, which was Louis Chevrolet's racing number didn't realize louis chevrolet was a racer yep that's how he started i did not know that mm-hmm. cool
1: oh well, we should read more chris
0: i i guess instead of so just <laughs> like stephen king
1: yeah, you're always reading well that uh, you know what i think it's pretty cool again marketing they, they say you know what need to market the car what better than nascar because every nascar fan can afford to see <laughs> <laughs> you know you know
0: you just never know you just i've been never... to talladega once several yeah.
1: several years ago and it was very impressive the um the amount of money they do spend to attend nascar is pretty well, obviously pretty and,
0: and buy but, all that stuff too
1: i mean that's crazy all it's those crazy.
0: jackets and everything dang that can't be cheap to be a nascar fan
1: it's, it's not tailgating bills alone is ridiculous dang
0: dang the beer the beer uh, it was cool it was cool um, so that's it for the hot news. The hot news. This- now let's get into some voicemails. Let's get into some yeah. emails. Um, let's let's do the emails first, right? You, you want to do the emails first? All right. Yeah. Let's do um, let's do some emails first. I got this one on on Facebook, Chris. I wanted to drop you a note before I end up in federal prison because of this 2017 SS. <laughs> LOL. This has to be hands down one of the coolest all around street cars ever made. But I don't have to tell you what I do have to tell you is yes. Again, I owe you a beer. I could not not stand driving the 5th gen. And then I was listening to your show, which I love and really need to catch up on. But you and Jason were discussing how to adjust your mirrors when you're driving a 5th gen. And 6th gen Camaros, that stuff should be in the owner's manual. (laughs) It changed my whole view of driving these cars. I just want to say thanks. Now it's nine o'clock and the next thing I know I'm about 80 miles from the hotel where I started when I went out for just a little spin after dinner. Keep the tiny side up, rubber side down and I'll see at least Uh, and I'll at least see you at SEMA. I got my company to get a booth just so I can attend your party. That's if I don't end up in jail because of this car. Thanks, Kevin. (laughs) <laughs> well, that's very cool, Kevin. You gotta let us know what uh, company
1: is going to be there, so yeah. we can be sure to swing by and,
0: and say hi. And well, say well, hi, he'll and, be at our party uh, too. So that's cool.
1: And he'll be at a party, but I, I wonder if there's a, not a cool interview uh, opportunity yeah. to with the with the part with the uh, with the with the booth. So nice, always always interested in doing. Yeah, that. cool. Um, I got one here that was provided on our website at CamaroShow dot com. Uh, in episode, uh, response to. Uh, Let's see here. This this comes from Harv. Harv says uh, episode one twenty one was excellent, maybe the best show you guys had. I have a ton of reasons to keep my G five. I was never a fan of people calling it G five.
0: Oh, for the <clears throat> for the fifth gen. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but
1: you know, tuition. You know. uh, <clears throat> just because I think Pontiac. I, yeah. st- I still think oh. Pontiac. That's that's a hang up with me. Uh, st- uh, you know, fifth gen G five still looks and runs like a brand new car after six years. Paid for the G six is an awesome car. But so is the G5. Difference from the G4 to the G5 was humongous. Not so much now, at least appearance-wise. I hate the trunk and the console on the G6. <laughs> Another topic. Saturday NHRA driver Robert Hite went 339.87 miles per hour <laughs> in a specially modified G6 Camaro. Fastest speed in NRA history. Pretty funny. Or pretty, pretty funny. Pretty yeah, awesome. NHRA. That's right. Uh, highly modified G, uh, Gen Six Camaro. Yeah, it's a funny car. <laughs> there's <laughs> there's nothing Camaro about it, but the <laughs> stickers on it. But again, it's awesome to see Camaro represented on such a big stage. 339 miles an hour in the quarter mile is spectacular for Robert Height. Dang. I did hear about that a little bit. <clears throat> um, dang. Um, dang yeah. Yeah, that's that's some that's uh, some blistering speed. That is the. Uh, <clears throat> The uh, he's part of John Force's racing teams. Um, he drives the uh, AAA uh, Insurance uh, Camaro, um, red, white, and blue. Uh, what can I say? It's a funny car that has Camaro on the windshield and um, uh, and, and stickers of Camaro headlights in the front.
0: Cool. Well, thank you for uh, that email, Harv. You want me to read the next one? Yeah, go ahead. This comes from Tom. Tom also uh, sent us a message through our our uh, website. Hey, guys, I just traded my 2013 2SS Blu-ray Blue Convertible for my 2017 2SS Garnet Red 2SS Convertible. I cannot believe the difference in how much more refined the car is. I already have 4,000 miles on the car. I drove down to Denver Mile High Nats to see Chevy beat on Dodge. Love your show. Yeah. I hope to meet you both at a Camaro function. Tom T. Thanks, Tom. Uh, wow. Yeah, it... It is a new car. It's, it's a totally new car. They may look similar, but it's a new car. You can tell within the first 200 feet of driving a sixth generation Camaro, just the weight loss alone.
1: Mm-hmm. It's incredible. Oh, incidentally, I just, I did not know this, but uh, I mentioned that uh, Robert Height, uh, that funny car driver, is on John Force's team. He's also married to John Force's oldest daughter, Adria.
0: Oh, cool. Yep. Nice, nice. They got a lot of racing in that family, that's for sure. Holy cow.
1: A whole lot of money.
0: And you better watch where he walks. <laughs> <laughs> just because you cl- just because you clothesline John Forrest. Not on purpose. <laughs> uh, if you guys want to want to message us, you can do it right through the website like that too. Or uh calling us, Facebook us, Twitter, all that stuff. And here's how. Hey, want to be part of this show? Well,
1: we want to hear from you. Just hit our digits at 586-486-3182, 24 hours a
0: day. Leave us a message, and we'll feature it in an upcoming show. So what are you waiting for? Do it now. we got a bunch of voicemails to get through. I don't know if we're going to be able to get through all of them, but we're going to try. So, let's see here. Where's the first one? Because we we had to uh, keep some back from last week because of our show. So here's the first one.
2: Hey guys, this is uh, Sean from Oceanside. I just wanted to call Had uh, a few thoughts uh, regarding uh, just the sales figures uh, with Camaro. One thing I was thinking of, I, if there was actual trouble and they were worried about the sales figures, I don't think they'd be putting all the effort into creating vehicles like uh, the various 1LE options, the z one 1LE. So they're putting money in development of the car and developing uh, the, the performance uh, side of the things for the Camaro. So I, th- I think... We're safe. I don't think there's going to be some sort of like cutting back on the Camaro or something like that. The other thing too is I, I don't think they're really advertising it the way they need to. The reason I say that is there's, I think there's just a lot of people who don't aren't really even aware, you know, that the Camaro is really out there that it's for sale. Because I've I've talked to people you know, about the Camaro and they say, oh, they're still making that or you know something like that. There's um. For example, there's um, uh, a radio show host out here in Los Angeles at KFI 6:40 at a.m. It's the biggest talk radio station in the West Coast. Mm-hmm. The night show host is Tim Conway Jr. and uh, yeah, he's the son of Tim Conway. But uh, Tim Conway Jr. just bought a uh, base model LT with a two-liter turbo. He loves it, and he you know he's not a performance enthusiast guy. He just goes, hey, it was a cool-looking car, and uh, wasn't he wasn't even really aware with, of it. Until he bought it and he saw it and he thought it looked cool and he you know, he didn't have that much money to spend and he got a great price for it. And he's talked about it a number of times on the on uh on, on his uh talk show at night and uh, he loves it. So I think it would help GM if they really, you know, push for advertising uh to the people who are not really aware of the car. You know, I, I think all the enthusiasts are obviously aware of the car, but just kind of the average person who might want to fund Sporty car. I use that word, uh, Jason. Sporty, sporty car to drive around. Uh, I think uh, it would help to do a little more advertising. But anyway, uh, just wanted to share that, and, um, and I'm getting closer to getting mine. I am getting closer. Waiting for some contracts to come through for my business, then I can really start looking. So, anyway, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.
0: Sean from Ocean Sh- Side. Thanks for Ocean, Ocean Sean from Ocean Side. He he brings up a good point, and and I think we touched on this a little bit last week, um, with um, the way Chevrolet is marketing the car or lack of. Um, maybe they should be marketing it more in lifestyle type um, environments, commercials, YouTubers, that kind of like a lifestyle. Like not, I mean, the us Camaro enthusiasts, we already know about it. That's right. And we promote it within ourselves to our fellow enthusiasts. So we all know about Camaro, but the the girl down the street who may be looking at going to buy a convertible Mustang, maybe she would consider mm-hmm. a, a Camaro if she was watching her favorite show like Desperate Housewives or whatever is on TV and they're driving Camaros. You know, I, I don't know. Or the real housewives of whatever on, on that show, they're driving Camaros, you know, they used to do that uh, with the fifth Mm -hmm. gen they had programs they would infuse a fifth gen here or look what transformers did for the fifth gen for god's sake that was huge huge that was the biggest thing that could have ever happened for the fifth gen was transformers everybody from their a little kid to an adult wanted bumblebee
1: that's exactly right it was that was a big deal uh, do you remember remember going to seeing transformers and when it transformed from the second gen oh, transform it, it yeah evolved from the yes. second gen Camaro to the fifth gen camaro a very interesting phenomenon happened nationwide people in the theater actually cheered yeah when that happened
0: yeah that was that was crazy and that was before the camaro was even out
1: that was just the concept that's like the a derivative of the concept yes. wasn't it yeah, it was yeah <clears throat> And th- and that happened. That wasn't a few select theaters. Everybody we talked to that saw the movie said the same thing happened. Yep. you know why? Because the the concept hype built it up to where that was that was like tr- pulling the trigger. Yeah, that was that was that was so that was so cool. It was that was so cool. And then the Transformers movies got really ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, they're making a Bumblebee spinoff. Actually, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we don't have t- we don't have time to talk about that in this ep- Week's episode. We'll probably talk about it in next week's episode because I think we still have. Two more voicemails to go through, right?
0: Oh yeah, we we've got a bunch of voicemails. I don't think we're going to get to all of them, but I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah, g- but, I'm gonna plow yeah. through here. Uh, let's see, here we go. Is the next one? Yo yo
3: yo! What is up, guys? AJ, the resident Mustang guy, and uh, you guys beat me to it. I uh, Meant to leave a message last week about the numbers on the new 18 Mustang, but uh, you guys beat me to it. But I kind of wanted to wait a little bit more too to find out some more about the car. Because I mean I'm a resident Mustang guy, so I gotta say something about Mustang. But what interests me most about the car, um, other than the numbers, well, you know, the outer Jesus and in is the numbers that it puts down as a Mustang. You know, a thirty forty thousand dollar car making four hundred and sixty horsepower. You know, we're getting close to that magical. 500-horsepower naturally aspirated from the factory, and it doesn't take much to mod a car like that to 500-horsepower easily. I mean, 500-horsepower naturally aspirated, you know, Jason, like you mentioned, your 06 made 505, and it came out, and that was, you know, unheard of for a car, and, of course, it was a 06, so it was a you know, top echelon Corvette. It was a supercar. Those are supercar numbers. Now we're getting to... Well, 500 horsepower will possibly come from a fact that a you know, a thirty, forty dollars 40000 car that, you know, anybody can go finance and go buy, you know. And it'd be, you know, you have fun on the street, and you know. a Very reasonably priced car, 500 horsepower, and that's aspect. So, you know, it's a great time to be a car enthusiast again, you know. And one of the other things that excites me is the 10-speed automatic. Now, my car is a manual, and I like it, but there's benefits to you know modern automatic and it's
0: not just because the- um, oh, did he, we lose him I think we lost him I think he's uh, he's uh, I don't know
1: hit the, hit the limit I don't, I, don't I don't know
0: sometimes we lose him I don't know if it's his phone or is he's, I don't know Crazy. Thanks, thanks AJ so, uh, he's just basically rehashing the, the 2018 Mustang we talked about a couple weeks ago um, being the resident Mustang guy he just wanted to uh, I guess give his thoughts Um on um, how we're approaching a – I don't know if we're approaching a horsepower war, but we're approaching 500 for a thirty dollars to $40,000 car.
1: That's actually a tad concerning to me, just a, just a little bit. Why is that? Uh, and I'll, I'll tell you why. Because uh, having a 505-horsepower car to compare to, this, this is no joke. I've been driving that Z06 around, and I read about people – you know, getting like the Lincoln six hundred and thirty horsepower kit and all that, and he, he, that that nine year old z 6 as it sits right now, you put that in the hands of a mere mortal, that car's a weapon. Yeah. As it sits, unmodded, and if it starts becoming the norm where cars are five hundred horsepower, granted six hundred pounds heavier as well, but still, that's that's a tremendous amount of power. Yeah. That is ridiculous. I, I was actually surprised at uh, coming from a six hundred horsepower fifth gen Camaro to a five hundred horsepower. C6, I, I'm still impressed by the performance of it, and I've driven really, really fast cars. So what I'm saying is, is if 500 horsepower becomes the norm, I, I just, I wonder if it's just too much for most people, and where that 2-liter turbo comes in, bridges that gap, and it goes right back to what we were talking about before. Do they even, do people even know that that 2-liter turbo is out there? A, what it's capable of, B, how affordable it is, and C, how, just that it's there. Yeah. I, I just don't, I just don't think yeah. they do.
0: It's a good point. It's a good point. Okay, uh, let's move on to the next voicemail. We're already we over, got room for another one. We've, we're already over the thirty-minute mark, but we'll do one more. One more. For all the right. Week. It's all the It's all the
2: it's Two nineteen in the morning. Oh, yeah, the elephant
3: growls. Oh, the Oh, yeah. Everybody's enjoying all the Camaro shows, um, car shows, and the Woodward Crews coming up on the 19th. I think Chris and Jason said they're going to be there as far as I can remember, but I don't remember too good. And can't wait to hear the next show, and maybe you guys have some insight on the 2018 or 19 Camaro DLP. ZL one, one alley, something like that. I think so. I don't know. Anyways, have a great day or night or weekend.
0: What? And Okay, postal Dave. Uh, I think is a little jumpy. Uh, they're uh, sorting the mail in the middle of the night. But yeah. thanks for calling in, buddy. Uh, do we know anything <laughs> about the 18 or 19 ZL one? Well, the 18's out. <laughs> <laughs> the Z L one and the one L E. The Z L one one L E and the one L E, all that. So Yeah. Uh Woodward. You're you're not gonna be here for Woodward. No, I'm not gonna
1: be there. I'm gonna be uh, here as for much Woodward. as I'd love to.
0: I'm gonna be here for Woodward. And uh there is no Camaro Corral this year. Is what I'm being told. Uh there was a Camaro Corral the last couple years. Down at Nine Mile and Woodward That is not happening this year guys So if you're coming in looking for a Camaro Corral, there is none What I am going to tell you is we are staging any uh, Anybody who wants to get together We're going to stage at the Troy Marriott In Troy Cool. Uh, we'll also be uh, doing a get together There uh, for anybody who wants to get together And um, I don't know Chat it up, drink some beers Anything like that Saturday um, After the festivities or you just want to come back and kick back. this we're gonna be we're gonna be hanging out there. So, that's it. That's, that's cool. That's it.
1: Very very that's cool. Yeah, you know, thinking about PD's um, the first portion of his voicemail, he it made me realize that he is the absolute worst rap star in the world.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: Worst ever. <laughs>
0: all right. That's I think all we are out of the, the, we, time. we got three more voicemails to go, to get, but we're gonna push those to next week because three. we are we are Oof. We're, we're, we're we're out of time. We're out of time.
1: So next week, like we talked about, we're going to be talking about the Bumblebee spinoff. Uh, how's about a new ZL1 world record again? Uh, one of my favorite shops in the world. Tuned a Dodge Charger Hellcat to a ridiculous amount of horsepower. And we're going to talk about the Jeep Cherokee Trackhawk. Oh, yeah. Maybe some Camaro stuff, too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's a lot of competition going on out there. We'll be covering them all. And, of course, the greatest and latest Camaro news. It's going to be awesome. Yeah.
0: Until then, we'll see you then. See ya. Thanks for listening to The Camaro Show. Don't forget, drop us a voicemail at
1: 586-486-3182. We'll see you next week. See See ya. ya!